Ask godly counsel. It's an accountability that you have in your life. Hey, what do you see in this? And what are your thoughts on this? Do you feel like this person brings out the best in me? I remember being in this one relationship. I was like, he is the one. I'm going to marry him. And literally Arden, he just shot it to me straight. And he was like, listen, Maddie, this ain't your man. And I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah, we've navigated some breakups, some is he the ones, some am I ever going to find the ones. I mean, it's been it's a real journey that we can speak to that. I mean, we were with each other literally from diapers, so we have truly seen it all. You see my best and my worst. I've seen your best and worst. And we're still here. And we're still here. <laughs> Maybe it's because we're, we're blood and we can't really go anywhere. But yeah, I'm like, you're stuck with me for life. It's fine. Yeah, for those that don't know, Maddie's not only my friend, she is my cousin. We like to even just joke that we're actually the sisters because we're the brunettes and then the sisters under us are blonde. So we're like, did y'all do a full soup? I caught you. But yeah, there's been some real intimate moments and I've had the privilege of seeing up close what you've walked through even before the world was watching. I was literally just talking the other day uh, with a friend and I was telling them about the time that mom took you and I to the mall and I think your mom met us there and then it was time for us to separate and I started like losing my mind because I was like, no, I want to spend every second of every day with Christian and I just did not like separating from you and you've just truly been that person in my life from literally day one. We call each other day ones, but it's true and I just love you. And well, I'm not wearing waterproof mascara, so careful. Or <laughs> saying careful. I just love that our relationship is is deep already so it's easy to go deep into these conversations you know maybe you went through a rough breakup this year maybe you've been single for 10 years or you're in a relationship and you're like when is he going to propose or yeah is he the one again these are conversations that we've had so hopefully we can shed some light on one you're not alone two these are conversations worth having so that that trajectory goes well so I know the people that are familiar with you have seen at least a, a smidge of your life that has led to the journey where you are now, recently married. Yes, crazy. Marriage. What's a little glimpse of that? Oh, goodness. I feel like I am learning the gospel all over again. I am learning forgiveness and kindness and grace and love. Um, in the simplest of forms, but I think what's so beautiful about it is I'm seeing uh, in such a small, small way what Christ offers us and the way that he just loves us unconditionally and just forgives unconditionally and pursues unconditionally. And uh, it's it's been it's been an adventure, but it's been really fun. And um, yeah, I but I truly still stand by the same statement when I was single to now when I'm married of marriage is amazing and it's a gift but truly jesus is the only one that satisfies and i'm like i let grant down every day he lets me down every day um but i also am so grateful that you know he is the one that god has um brought into my life and that i get to do life with so it's been it's been really fun but we're learning and growing yeah absolutely and i think that's an important thing to note so that we don't go into that help with like leading expectations of this person that's going to complete me or they're never going to let me down. And if they do, then I made a wrong choice because that's a really slippery slope that 
we're not always well prepared to journey that terrain. But there is also in that same breath, like the nuanced conversation of, but choose wisely because you're going to have to still love that person at the end of the day. You're right. <laughs> Highs and lows. So I'd love to like kind of start and camp out there. Yeah. That's where a lot of women are in this season, at least of like finding the one, deciding if they're the one. So we, you publicly and privately had other relationships. Notably, there was one relationship where it, you could have been asking yourself, like, is this guy the one? Totally. On paper. And then another one that you just had so much going on emotionally and in your life that it probably became harder to even tell, like, is this the relationship I want to be in? So yeah, for someone that is single and looking, or they've really gone through heartbreak and redirection, what would your advice be from your own experience of like, one, how to process that if you are in the heartbreak moment? But two, also, like, what is your wisdom for deciding in dating? Is this my person? Like, how do I know? Mm. That's so good. And um, yeah, it's funny because you truly have walked with me through so many of those moments of, I mean, I remember, I remember being in this one relationship and I was so confident. I was like, he is the one I'm going to marry him. And literally Arden spent like, like five minutes with me as I'm like talking about him. And for those of you who are listening, maybe for the first time, Arden is Christian's husband and he is an eight on the Enneagram and I'm an eight on the Enneagram. So he just shot it to me straight. And he was like, listen, Maddie, this ain't your man. And I was like, are you kidding me? And that was a hard, you know, truth to hear, but the Lord really did speak through him and then continue to speak to me. Um, And I did learn over time that he was not the person that I was meant to do life with. Um, You know, I, I would say to that person right now who who has just recently or has been in the past through a really bad breakup or is currently going through or healing from rejection. I think I've had to, I've had to learn to thank God for the closed doors and for the no's as much as I've had to thank God for the yeses and the open doors because he's in it all and he's sovereign. And I remember on my wedding day, uh, this last October, just hitting my knees in tears the morning of my wedding day. And I was alone and I just was having my quiet time and I just was crying. And I was like, Lord, thank you so much. Like, thank you, even for the rejection, like for not letting me settle um, and for continuing to lead me just with so much peace, even when that looks like walking away from someone that I felt comfortable with or with someone that I could have settled for. And you just wouldn't let me, you wouldn't let me, like you just kept leading me with peace. And now I am here on this day and I'm marrying my best friend and the person that I know um, I'm supposed to do life with forever. And I just remember just crying, saying, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you for not letting me settle. Thank you for not letting me uh, compromise all that I had prayed for and hoped for and and wanted. Um, And I, I think you know, when I look back to those moments when it would have been really easy to just be like, oh, no, it's fine. Like, we can get married. We'll figure it out. I look back and I think for me during that time, there was a lot of justification. I think I was justifying continuously the relationship. People would ask me, you know, why do you want, you know, to to be with this person? Uh, I think in one of the relationships, it was like, oh, we've been together forever. You know, it's comfortable. It's safe. Uh, He knows me. It just makes sense. Like, it's just what you do. Um, 
or even the excuse of like, he loves the Lord. But there were other things that weren't fully there, like the peace of God. Hello. Uh, you know, our purpose didn't even fully align. Like there were things that he felt called to do that I didn't fully feel called to do. And I didn't know how our lives would intersect. Um, I think there was another relationship that I was in, like you said, where I was really going through a lot of trauma in my life. And so I just come off of, you know, reality TV. I was a hot mess of a situation and just my mind wasn't fully clear. And so it was just hard for me to even discern in life, like, where do I go? What do I do? What do I say yes to? And so I even think like singleness is such a good time to heal and to pursue holiness. And I think I didn't take enough time um, after coming off of a really hard season of life to heal and to pursue just like, Lord, what is your will for my life? And, uh, and so I jumped into a relationship too fast, too soon, and then it just got confusing and it was hard to discern. And so, um, you know, I would just say rejection can lead to redirection for God's best. So if you're in that season right now where you feel so hurt and you're like, God, why, why did you let that door close? Why did you let that person walk away? Um, I would just encourage you maybe instead of asking God, why, 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 and why have you forsaken me and why have you failed me? Uh, just say, God, I trust you and I trust your word and I trust your promises and I trust um, in who you are and in who you say that you are, that you um, will you will complete what you started and you will be faithful to your word. And so if you tell me that you have abundantly more in store for me, if you tell me that you want me to experience life and life to the fullest, I trust that and I surrender my life, my understanding, my will, my desires and I think when I got to that point and I truly just like surrendered it all, that was really when I was at a place where I was ready to whatever blessing God had for me, um, receive that in its fullness. Um, and then I think if you're in a place where you're just like, oh, how do I know? Like, how do I, how do I discern? I mean, I think one of the biggest things I would just, you know, encourage you to ask yourself is, is this person leading me to holiness? Is this person making me want more of Jesus? Is this person making me look more like Jesus? Uh, like I want to, I want to be with someone that helps me reflect the heart of Jesus. Um, and that calls me higher and makes me better. And so I, I definitely would start there. And then I think from there, even just having people speak into your life, like I remember calling Christian and just asking her like, hey, what are your thoughts? And and you really challenged me. Like you were very straight up with me, you know, and some of those relationships. And so it was Arden, you know, of just like, hey, I don't know if this is God's best for you. Like, I don't know. And of course, you don't take that verbatim. I don't just take that and run and say, all right, well, then that's God's word. But I pray through that because I trust, you know, the Holy Spirit inside of you and the Holy Spirit inside of Arden and the other godly, you know, voices that I have in my life. And so I would even say, you know, pray, pray about it and then, you know, ask godly counsel and and the relationships and accountability that you have in your life of like, hey, what do you see in this? And what are your what are your thoughts on this? Do you feel like this person makes me more like Jesus? Do you feel like this person brings out the best in me? And so I would definitely say starting start there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great counsel across the board on so many different little nuggets um, and pieces of this equation that is relationships and marriage. And if you're in that, that position of 
wondering and like looking, like what I want you to hear is the questioning is such a vital component of our relationship with God. It's not like the stagnant, like I read the word and the word says love people and I say, okay. <laughs> right? Hey, I wish it was that easy. I wish I just woke up and loved people. Much like this, like I'm doing life with God and our relationship is going to flow into that to the point of what I, what I love Maddie saying. It's not always like, well, why God? Why can't he be the one? Like almost like a, a toddler tantrum of like, why can I have the things I want? But God, what are you showing me? Where do you want me to leave? What do you want me to cultivate? So just like yeah. past only the whys of like the how, the where, the when. Yeah. Asking God to reveal those things because it is crucial. And he does sometimes give you a great glimpse into it. Sometimes he gives you know, a word to someone or wisdom to your parents that you really can glean from if you go yeah. seeking his heart. Um, entrusted voices, I will throw that in there. <laughs> Don't just go ask me, everybody. Right. No, because <laughs> um, I'm sure when you were on the show that you were on, there were some voices you're like, I'm not going to listen to that one. Totally. Name names. Oh, but yeah. You have to, you have to go with peace and you have to know like who's in my inner circle and who knows me yeah, enough because that's another thing. I know you and I both got this advice um, in seasons of like good people and like good hearts behind it. But the advice was, you know, just find someone that's attracted and loves Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> it's the case. I could be married to Grant. He could be married to Arden. But you know, what? That's not no. Like it's would not two fours and two eights would be a train wreck. Oh my gosh! And if if that happened, us. That couple group hanging out. Yeah, no. It's just, it's not a move. No. So, like, even in this thing that Maddie's talking about, like, great people that she's met, great people that I've met, dated or not dated. But the question is, like, do you sharpen me? I want to be sharpened. And do I vice versa? Yeah. There's great people that you mean. Settling is not, it comes across really curt. And, like, I get that. I'm not saying don't settle people because you're great and these, these guys are just not worth it. <laughs> believe you're wonderful but it is what is this dynamic going to do is it going to like maddie said put you on the same mission make you a better person and bring you closer to jesus and if it's not it's not yeah right right the waiting and the walking away like oof, the walking away i feel like you could really speak to right now i remember the conversation leaving one certain relationship just sitting on the phone and like talking with you because let's be real that's it's a lot to process especially after years of a relationship but like really i'm sure you had to have a certain level of resolve to not let the emotions or the other opinions trump what you felt in your spirit was the right thing to do i know i can i can remember for both of us two situations that one for me and then one for you right after we had just gotten back from freedom conference it was this uh amazing spirit-filled conference where we were just getting free from all kinds of things and uh it was so good <laughs> but I just remember you know you came back from that and the Lord had just spoken to you you know about next steps you needed to take in your faith journey and for that one of those things was a relationship you needed to get out of and I remember how hard that was like I remember holding you as you were crying but you knew what you needed to do and you made the decision and you stuck with it but it was not easy and, uh, and we walked through that together and same for me. Like, I remember when I felt the spirit was speaking to me that that relationship was not the relationship that I was meant to be in for the rest of my life. It was for a season. Um, and it was also for a reason, like God used that relationship in my life. Uh, I believe 
I, I believe it taught me so much. I believe it revealed a lot to me um, about what love, you know, takes and and the sacrifice it takes and and the respect and the the just all the things that come with relationship. Um, I also feel like the Lord used it as a as a time in my life to protect me. Um, I do believe you know, that was a time in my life where I honestly could have gotten caught up in the wrong crowd or I could have gotten caught up in a lot of the wrong things. And I do, I look back at the relationship and I'm like, I really am so grateful for it. And I really believe that God used it for a reason. But I I think when there came that time where, you know, it was kind of that crossroads of, okay, this relationship is really good, but is it God's best? And is it the one I'm supposed to have for the rest of my life? Or is it just for a season? And I believe when I got to that time, there was that lack of peace. Uh, There were people speaking into it um, that didn't fully agree with it. Um, And then I I just remember having that like, what if, like, is there, is there something else out there, you know? And it it was just, it was such a tension point. Um, And I just had to trust what I felt like God was speaking to me. It wasn't like he wrote it in the clouds and was like, break up with him. You know, it was just like, I felt this peace in my heart of I need to surrender this relationship. And I didn't know what that meant at the time. Like, I truly didn't know if that meant, okay, I lay it down for a season and then God brings it right back to me. You know, and I think in the honestly, if I'm being honest, I probably hoped for that. You know, I hoped that okay, I'm going to lay it down for a second and then God's going to bring it right back to me. But it didn't look like that. Like I laid it down and for the next like two years, I was in a season of singleness while all of my friends were getting married. And that was really hard for me because I was so close to being that person who was about to get married and everyone thought we were going to get married. And so that was, yeah, I was like, I'm falling behind and now everyone's getting married and all of a sudden, you know, I was the one who was about to be married. And now all of a sudden I'm in like five weddings and I'm throwing the the engagement parties and the bachelorette parties. And as happy as I was for all of my people, though, I, I but I was so happy for my people. It just it just was still hard. Like, how do you celebrate everyone else when they're in their high highs and you're in your low lows? Like, how do you truly celebrate people well while you're struggling with heartbreak or you're wrestling with being content in the season that God has you in. And that was, that was real for me. Like I was like, Lord, I trust you. You're enough. But like, this is hard. Like I want to be married and I want to be with my person. And I just remember, like, I just had to like literally every single day. And there were nights, a lot of nights where I cried myself to sleep, but every single day I just kept speaking over myself and reminding myself like Jesus is enough. Jesus is enough. He wants, like, he has the best for me. He's sovereign. He's in control. Like, he he put those desires in my heart for a reason. It's not bad to want to be married. I'm not crazy for wanting to be married. But I think even going back to what we were saying earlier, even when you're in that state of questioning, is this person right? Is this person, like, how do I know? And one of the verses that the Lord just continued to lay on my heart was Matthew 6, 33, that, you know, maybe some of you have heard before, but it's that seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. And I think that just continued to just resonate in my heart of like, I am called to seek him first. Like I am called to seek God above all else. It doesn't mean when I'm married, I don't have to worry about seeking him first or, you know, in singleness, I'm supposed to seek, you know, praying for a spouse first. It's like, no, seek your savior, not seek your spouse, like seek after, you know, the heart and will of God and everything else will fall into place naturally like it will. And 
I, that's not me promising like, oh, you're going to find your man once you start praying. It's like, no, I, but but God's will is like, it's, it's perfect. perfect. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like it's, it's perfect. And that, that means you can't control the timing. That means you can't control what it looks like, but you can trust in the one who created you and the one who died for you and the one who sustains you every single day because his plan is always better than anything we could ever plan for ourselves. And during that time when I was praying for God, like, please make this man my husband, please, 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 please. And God was like, no. And the door closed. That was so hard. Like, I didn't understand that. But now looking back, you know, years later, it's been what, five years. And I'm like, praise God, like, praise God. Thank you for closing that door. Thank you for not letting me walk through that door because now I'm getting to experience your best and your will for my life. And so hopefully that's encouraging to someone uh, who maybe is walking through that or has walked through that. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy that you referenced Matthew 6 too, because as you were saying that, what came in my mind is like, well, what if we sought first the direction and like had those hard questions first instead of after the emotional toil and like being being already like, Oh, I this guy can be my one kid. Is he the one? Like that's kind yeah. of, and I'm guilty of that. I'm not, I'm not saying that to point of fear at anyone. I, it's just so easy to be like, well, do I find him attractive? Do I like him? Do I do this? Instead of take a deep breath. Let's seek first God. Let's yeah. be like peace led and like intentional and all the details because like, Hey, let's, if we're real, if you're attracted to that person, you're going to be attracted to them. If they're your partner, you're going to feel a friendship. Like that's to come so let's just going forward ladies like have that prerogative of like i'm gonna start off like guarded heart not like tight fists like you have to like fight to get me or like games or any of that but just like really i'm so late focused on where god has me that i'm just like maddie say trusting that these steps are going to line up yeah and i'm not gonna switch my gaze unless it really is and i remember us having conversations about that of like you just saying like, I want to be so on mission. Mm. The next, the guy that is supposed to be my husband comes to compliment that and doesn't steal yeah. me in these other areas, which I respect. And, you know, obviously here we are today. And that's what's, yeah. what's wild is last week we went down, um, back to, back to Alabama, but he <laughs> stopped in Birmingham, the place that you and I got cheesecake the night that I knew, yes had that breakup and I had a moment because Arden and my son were in the car and there was just kind of a full circle real for me of like wow like you're saying five seven years ago I was crying here just like lamenting over something that I thought was robbing me forever yeah and then just you're not you don't know what's on the other side of some of those hard decisions you have to make or the time and waiting or the celebrating your friends like it's we just don't know so that's why we trust him and we lean in um so yeah praise praise for the when the breakups and the hard time yeah. no truly i think about that song that's like uh what is it is it rascal flats like um god bless the broken road no really i think about that song because i'm like it's so true like and whatever that, like, whatever God leads you to, like, I don't even necessarily mean like, oh, it's that man. And then one day you're like, God bless the broken. But like, whatever God leads you to, it's like, thank you. Like, thank you for 
all the like tears and lonely nights and asking why and where are you God and all those things like it it's going to lead to his best as long as you keep running your race as long as you keep trusting in him and and it's just like hey like we're here for such a short period of time and we're literally created to glorify God and whether you are single dating engaged or married you are called to glorify God and you are called to live for an audience of one and like just because I'm married like that nothing changed that like my goal is still to bring God glory and my focus is still on Jesus and he is still the only one that satisfies me and so I just think that our 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 culture can especially even as like Christians like we can have this perspective of like we lack apart from a spouse and and it, and it makes me sad because I see so many women uh lower their standards, compromise, or even walk around insecure, ashamed, um, coming from this place of lack, hoping that this man, this person can fill and meet a need and satisfy and complete them in a way that they don't have apart from a person. When Jesus is sitting here saying like, I am that, like I, I make you whole, like you have everything you need with me. You don't need that in a spouse. And I think that we can often idolize marriage and idolize uh, relationships. And, and it's important to talk about it. Like I'm, I'm passionate about talking about it because I do think it's important to talk about, you know, what should you look for and how do you have God honoring relationships? But I do think that the most important thing is you have to have the perspective to know that it's all about Jesus. Like that, that's why we're here. And as soon as we start making it all about, you know, like, how do I please my 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 person or how do I like become this perfect woman so that, you know, this guy will be interested in me? It's like, no, just become holy and just make it about Jesus. And and those things will fall into place. What an episode. I love getting to bring on people that are close to my heart, but also share impactful, important wisdom now settling something we keep coming back to over and over again because we cannot afford to settle as you pray for your future husband this week pray for these standards pray for god to sharpen him as a man of god and give you the wisdom to see that in him when you do meet now as we're wrapping up season one i'd love to hear which episode spoke to you the most and what you want to hear more of in season two which we are recording soon Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss any of those as they come out. And until next time, I'm your host, Christian.